You're listening to By The Way, a podcast about contemporary art news where I present stories to my co-host that he has likely not heard about. My name is Eric. I'm an artist and an art professional here in Stockholm. And my name is Ando, and I am a podcaster, an artist, and a general layabout, and I'm based here in Copenhagen. All right. And today we're going to talk about all about my selfie. So let's get started. All right. So on this episode of uh, By the Way, we're, we're going to do it a little bit different. Past ones, it's been me typically telling you news stories that you didn't know anything about. This one in particular, I had to send you a video. Uh, this one is a very visual thing in which I don't think I could properly describe well mm. enough. And so I so, guess the viewer, if they haven't seen it, it would behoove them to also watch the video, which we put links up on the show notes page, on our various uh, media, etc. before listening to the rest of this, right? Yeah, I, or I mean, they can definitely listen to us and then watch it after and then listen again. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that's only going to help our uh, stats, right? So. And then tell all their near friends, lovers, and enemies. No, this one is actually, I think, one of those, as much as some of the other topics that we've talked about, maybe more talk bait if you can say that there's clickbait this might be mm-hmm. a bit more talk bait mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. uh well i just watched it so it's fresh in my mind yeah i think there's going to be a lot of bitching and moaning about uh, oh, stuff in this one indeed all right so actually meaning that you just watched it do you want to set it up or do you want me to yeah. set this up yeah i can set this up actually okay for, for the first time uh switching the tables here so the video I just watched is about two different, uh, they call themselves museums, I'd probably call them exhibition spaces, which uh, seem to have, uh, they're experiential, they're tactile, and they are made with a very express focus to be able to take bitchin' selfies in them. They're colorful, <laughs> they use a lot of design elements, a lot of lighting, um, and you can make duck lip faces everywhere and just get some 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 like bait motherfucking instagram pictures out of them uh, <laughs> right i mean isn't that basically what it's about yeah for sure they are uh the 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 term that i read and i came across this first in wired magazine actually mm-hmm. um is made for instagram exhibits right and which there's been a lot of talk about if you have a show now or a talk to curators, they are aware of the need, or not the need, but the advantage of having somewhere where motherfuckers can take selfies and share it in order to promote, you know, to try to goad people into promoting the show for them, essentially. Exactly. So let me just give the the listeners a bit of detail, even though hopefully they've already watched the video. If they haven't, mm-hmm. I'll just add a few little things that you haven't, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you described it, but... um. So some of the details in this particular video, there's the Museum of Ice Cream and then a place called the Color Factory in this video uh, that's about six minutes long, I think it was. Mm-hmm. These two exhibition spaces are highly social media friendly and they're actually choosing work, the where they're installed, how they're installed, the lighting, and the way that you move throughout the space purely well or fundamentally for how it will be captured on like a smartphone and shared via social media. And then they're very highly interactive and in my mind, kind of naive. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Does that kind of describe it pretty well in your mind after yes. seeing it? Yeah, I mean, you do have to see it because it is. Uh, they are actually kind of amazing in one sense. Like the design, they look huge. There's a lot of space, uh, as far as I can tell, with the video, uh, mm-hmm. and they are. Uh, they look extremely expensive. Very, they're very polished. Yeah, they're very. They, this isn't no joke. Like they've really put a lot of effort into this. Uh, one of them had a huge ballroom, like the little kids' uh, ballroom. So you jump into a pile of plastic, plastic balls. Um, you know, which looked like it was several hundred square me- uh, feet. You know, it was quite large. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and, and it, you know, I I don't know if I should just jump into this, but this I I have a lot of feelings about this, so I'm chomping at the bit here. Um. Yeah, go for it if you want, and then you know, um, I can add things along the way and you know give you my opinion because i have them as well but i've been exposed to this a little bit more yeah Uh, i mean the thing that really fucking pisses me off with this shit all right so look i am a big fan of interactive exhibitions i really like exhibitions which engage you on a physical level and Mm -hmm. uh, you can touch you can move you can do all sorts of stuff you can roll around you can take a goddamn nap and i'm for all those things the only thing you can't do to shout back our old project is change a baby's diaper on a donald judd that's back (laughs) in episodes you know a couple episodes ago but so so what they've done is taken this desire which i am all for and completely drained it of any sort of natural joy or uh, childhood delight and been like, nope, this is for adults to act like dum-dums and just put pictures on social media. So it, to me, the, the, the fact that that is the point, instead of having a physical exhibition, which is uh, a pleasure to interact with, it's, it's not about that. It's more about how will this look when you take the physicality out of it again. Yeah, just, that's the uh, part also that, you know, I think it's me as an artist or you as an artist or people that are tuned to the art world or appreciate, you know, the the provoking side of art is this just absolutely is all surface. It's vapid. It is it is the Oompa Loompa girl that you see that has a spray tan. Um it's the Jersey Shore of the art world that might be packaged and wrapped beautifully and then you open it up and you're like, oh great, it's a pile of shit. Um there's just nothing there beyond the surface. And I think that's it's very offensive to me because there are this is going to get more traction, more viewers, more funding, and more corporate sponsors. Because you see that in one of the uh the exhibitions, it's actually sponsored by Alaska Airlines. Um mm-hmm. they, these are the things that are going to get more funding, more uh, ad revenue. It's entirely then, uncontroversial in any way, shape, or form. It's so easy peasy. Um, and this is not the part of the art world that needs the assistance, the help, the mm. the audience. This is the stuff that you know Macy's will put together. Um, it does actually is, look like an ad. The one with the uh, – I mistook – like I thought the one that was sponsored by American Airlines was not an art exhibition. I thought they used that footage from uh yeah, an ad high school or, prom. Yeah, something like that. And the fucking thing is, okay, again, I really, really enjoy these sort of exhibitions and I'm really sad because like for example, here in Copenhagen last year there was an artist named uh, Trina Bosen who made this total mm-hmm. installation at um at Nikolai Kunsau, which was essentially aimed for children. 
and it was awesome. It was super fun because you could walk in there and be like, yeah, I'm a child again and move around huge foam blocks and roll around and touch. And I remember some... that. That was a great exhibition. It was, that was awesome. so fun. And yeah. it's essentially the same thing. It was also very Instagram friendly. But no one went around being like, yeah, motherfucker, that's the point of this, you know? Yeah, and they didn't change the lighting from, you know, blue lighting to yellow lighting or make sure that the the direction of the lights were in such a way so people could stand there and take photos together. Um, right, and it comes back to the fact that, like, maybe these are tactics which are important to think about when you are doing exhibition design. That sure. is That is – that is undiscountable that you have to consider this, but to just flip it on its head and be like, this is what we're going for seems essentially like a money grab. And there's no content. That's the thing is there's no content. I think. Right. And they actually said that in the video, they were like, it has to have a meaning. And then they said not a word more about that. It, well, the meaning is to get followers, get user engagement. <laughs> That's the meaning. Um, you said something very childlike when you were at Nikolai Kohn's tall, um, that it you know kind of made you feel like a child again. And I had the conversation. I showed this to my wife as well, and said, "What do, what's your reaction?" And sure enough, she said exactly the same thing that I did. This is essentially uh, it's a children's museum for adults. Yeah, and children are not allowed. Right, because they're yeah. not taking selfies. They actually want to touch things and play with them. Absolutely. They're actually the ones that are playing in that ball pit the way that the ball pit is intended. It's the adults that are like, I don't I don't want to embarrass myself and play like a kid in the ball pit, but I want to look like I'm in a ball pit and get a photo of me looking as if I'm so youthful and young and uh, carefree. And it's so devastating in the video, too, because a lot of the footage is actual people taking the selfies and like trying different faces on and, you know, posing. And there's really nothing as depressing as watching a goddamn adult make duck lip faces from various angles and lightings into their phone. Like it's just for whatever reason, call me a Luddite. I feel like this is, is, is taking away from the experience. It also relates to something I read recently, which was that if you, uh, they, there was a study done that if there's a smartphone in the room, people have a tendency to be cognitively less sharp just in the room, not even looking at it. But if your phone's there and you know it's there, it can knock. It can it can take concentration away from whatever it is you're you're trying to be doing. Mm -hmm. And that that to me is is, is shocking because I ride the fence on the technology. I think there's a lot of really powerful, amazing tools that have come out of this ability uh, to have a computer in your pocket on this level. Well, I mean, you and me, uh, or you and I, sorry, <laughs> we're actually sitting here. I'm using my uh, iPhone video chatting with you so that we can do this. There's no way we could execute this podcast, which is about art and contemporary Tremendous. art and culture and politics without the the basic parts of these uh, new technologies. It's tremendous. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's really more of a question, not about the technology, but about social media and human behavior on social media. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and the question is whether there will be some blowback. The question is, are we getting dumber or is this just the thing that happens when new technology comes out? I mean, motherfuckers flipped out when VCRs were invented too. So <laughs> the question is like, is it, is this real or not? But it does seem to me to some degree, like the, it, it's an excellent tool to skitter across the surface of of anything without ever stopping to look at it 
yeah uh, with or try to engage with it on a different level so a few days ago i i heard us or i read a story that was very interesting tangential to this but just not quite enough for us to talk about at the moment uh, that i think you'll definitely have a strong opinion on it's about ir so that's the uh, virtual reality type of element that pokemon go Mm-hmm. The interactive the, or quasi virtual virtual world. So you yeah. sit there on your phone. It, the video camera part is on. It sees the world around you and via via geolocation can mm-hmm. place an artificial object in your camera's viewfinder, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Snapchat is actually the one doing this. It worked with Jeff Koons to do art installations and place objects in uh, virtual space. And now they're hiring, or what they do, they did an open call for like graphic designers and artists to submit work to this project. So Yeah, people- I mean, I'm, I'm for artists exploring new technology as a way to, um, I mean, okay, I'm not for Jeff Koons, but I'm for artists uh, exploring new technology <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know, finding out what it's, it's capable of for delivering a message or yeah. creating art or whatever, whatever definition of art we go ahead and use. Uh, but I don't feel that these museums were doing that. They were just trying to uh, get... Uh, the walking dead to come in and uh, take pictures, you know? So, so in that case, that's using a tool to create an artwork. Whereas the other one is, is actually just creating a space, which looks good in a selfie. True. Okay. I was, you know what of, I mean? Like I really like yeah, digital yeah. technology. I wasn't in agreement art. with you on that. I was kind of thinking that this uh, Snapchat version using, you know, Jeff Koons and stuff was also just another cheap ploy to get people to, interact on a very superficial level with what they think is art oh yeah i'm not i i i I skittered right over the the snapchat part of that i i don't really think i don't trust their motives in any sort of way towards uh, the service of art Uh, it's more just the idea of using the technology to create something so in that specific technology part yeah go fuck yourself but you know (laughs) in general i'm for that yeah and that was actually funny uh, because the they mentioned in the article that Snapchat uh, went public as a stock recently mm-hmm. and has been dropping, uh, their stock prices have been dropping, and they speculated that the reason that they're introducing this with somebody like Jeff Koons and trying to do this open call is a cheap ploy to actually give Snapchat's investors something to get excited about mm. and to hopefully raise the IPO. So. Well, it's very, very, very rare that a company acts selflessly towards the arts, right? I mean, it does happen, but it's uh, it's rare. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we covered it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worked into a lather anymore. But I mean, the weird thing is, I do actually want to go see because one of them I saw was in San Francisco, which you know, typical. Um, but I, I will actually maybe go see the color room. Was it called the color room? No, I think the color I factory. think the one in uh, San Francisco was the Museum of Ice Cream. Okay, I will. I will, I might go see that because again, I'll leave my goddamn phone in my pocket, and maybe it'll be nice as an interactive exhibit. And if anything, it'll help uh, feed my camel hump of hate of misanthropy to watch all these donkeys take selfies there you're so uh, transgressive but, it, <laughs> but it's probably like 25 dollars to get in I, I can only imagine something like this 
yeah. is going to cost a pretty a pretty substantial little chunk. You know, I do recall seeing the prices. I don't have them off the top of my head, but I do recall one of the prices being eighteen dollars. So yeah. that might have been for the Color Factory, which I believe is in Hipster Williamsburg or Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the Museum of uh, Ice Cream, which is in the San Francisco uh, Bay Area. Yeah, it's really interesting that they don't have um, one of these in Cincinnati, Ohio. I wonder why that is. Huh. I just don't know why. Yeah. Whenever just, I think of so... Cincinnati, I think of Cheetos and, you know. Um, <laughs> so maybe maybe that's why. Well, then they could have the interactive Cheetos Museum, maybe. For I, I don't know. Cheetos. I just think of Chester, Chester the Cheetah coming from Cincinnati. Does he? I don't know, but he sure should. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Do you want to uh, do you have any final thoughts on this? Do you want to chime in? You know, just the final thoughts. I really just hope that this trend of exhibitions doesn't become so enticing for legitimate institutions to get on. Right. Um I think the strategies that they're using, there are some valuable strategies when it comes to exploiting their online presence that a lot of curmudgeon type of institutions could use. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you had said about exhibition design, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But as long as they don't hollow out the exhibition for the sake of superficial selfies, right? I, I think we're, I think this could be a positive thing. Well, there's definitely a gaping hole in their business plan, which may or may not be a problem, which is that once you go and do that, you will never go back unless something very significant changes. So you will have to constantly get new first-time visitors. That's very true. It it could be a you know, 24, 36-month uh, business. After yeah. that, you've, you've drained all your... Um, immediate you know huffington post articles and all of your you know social media right if you don't come with something new it's over that's it you you know yeah because they are they're living at the life cycle of the internet's speed right and and like we said earlier it looks expensive to make that place it was very you know i don't think they could probably innovate fast enough you're right to keep up with the trends and right, I mean, because in which case they'd have to make some sort of more museum setup where they have uh, four to eight shows a year, invite artists in, curate the whole shebang, which it didn't seem like was the plan. No, and that's where that that children's museum type of thing comes back into mind. Is mm-hmm. children's museums tend to be very stable and familiar um, because they're expensive to to build these really beautiful and great interactive children's museums. Um, the exhibitions don't change that often. And there's a reason for that. And I think you're right. I think that these will probably be gone in a few years because of that reason alone. Or this podcast, which will remain online forever, will go down as infamy as two goddamn idiots meowing about the future and then getting run over by it. Oh, we'll just delete it like Trump's Twitter (laughs) accounts. Yeah, I mean, that's the magic of the internet. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of By the Way. We really appreciate it. If you had a moment, we'd love it if you'd uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. 
And uh, we'd especially love it if you'd engage with us, write us comments, send us stories, uh, whatever whatever you see fit. This is a discussion. This is not a uh, static object. And uh, since we're on the topic of cheap marketing ploys, why don't you jump on over to uh, iTunes and give us a rating, tell your friends, put it on your social media, whatever. Help us spread the word. Take a duck face selfie in front of you listening to this podcast. Download it on your grandma's iPhone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, any help getting it out there is very much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll see you guys in about two weeks. Yep. Catch you next time. Bye.